Hey folks, this is Billy from Dankless Wargaming. Hey, this is Heath the Team Table Worldwide. And welcome to the Path to Redemption, the Warhammer 40,000 Dark Angels podcast, where our aim is to provide Dark Angels players with the tactical and hobby skills that they need in order to enjoy this wonderful hobby of ours. Uh, welcome to our first episode of 2024 that's going to kind of blend from the end of the year to the new year because uh, I know I had to do a lot of traveling and work through the holidays. Uh, I know he did a lot of traveling and work traveling during the holidays. So uh, December just kind of disappeared on us and got away from us. But here we are in January uh, entering what, year four of the podcast. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Indeed. I, I flew and across the another... national dateline. I flew yeah. across the dateline four times in four weeks. <laughs> and I'm going and I'm yeah. I'm flying to New York from Hawaii tomorrow. Uh, yeah. so I'm gonna go from <laughs> 80, 85 and sunny. I'm going on a beautiful hike this afternoon to it's gonna be Yo, I think enjoy I don't it. know. It was negative four last week, but Yep. Yep. That's, <laughs> anyway, that's what it's here been we are. in Indiana. Um, move, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so Yeah. So this week we got uh, a one new release uh kind of talk about that's but it's very exciting we have a couple tournament lists we're going to take a look at some of the preview stuff for that new release that's been out on the interwebs that you can go find on various sites and such such as youtube and mm-hmm. goonhammer and I'm, i think there's probably a goonhammer review of the new codex somewhere uh but although we're going to kind of comment on what right we're seeing it, yeah. what's out there uh we're going to look at the hobby challenge carryover from last year from uh november then we'll look at your community comments from the November episode, and then we'll bring it all home so Heath can come freeze with me in the continental United States. So, new release. We've got that Deathwing box. It's big. It's bold. It's glorious. We've got 10 of the new Terminators with, two, it looks like, two upgrade sprues. So this is something I'm really excited about because in order to get hooded heads in the past, you had to spend a lot of money on... Deathwing Terminator or uh, Deathwing Knight boxes to get the heads, but now the hooded heads are just coming on these upgrade sprues, uh, along with a bunch of other stuff. Love it. Yeah, yeah. This is needed to happen for a long time. And when you look, there's actually specific Blade Guard veteran heads in hoods too. So like the hooded Blade Guard veteran thing is going to be is just going to keep rolling. So very excited. Uh, The new Deathwing Knights are in there and then the new Belial is in there along with the limited edition codex and the transfers. Uh, Just awesome box. You got yours pre-ordered already, Heath? I do. My um, my store pre-ordered it for me without me asking. That's that's (laughs) the the status I have, I guess. Yes, you are. Yeah, I did. And I ordered (laughs) I ordered the um, the the inner circle companions and and Asmodai and yeah they basically have a anything dark is related they just kind of put my name down and nice for the collect for, yeah so yep that's what's up now the the so, the question that I'm sure everyone has that we're going to get to later is should you buy the box um and we'll get there so yeah yeah we'll but get first, there so. But first, first, we have some tournament lists to take a look at. So we've got this Denver Indeed. 40K Fight Club January Open, 78-player, six-round GT in Colorado that took place that first weekend of January. Uh, we've got Brandon Roddy. Good, good on, good on got, y'all for for going out to Colorado yeah. in January to play in 40K. Like, holy God, it's cold up there. So Yeah, right. it, and it was really bad. It was really bad that week, too. It was really bad. Yeah, you, people probably almost died. Um, yeah, <laughs> but okay. So for the emperor, my, you know, uh, so we got a, 
<laughs> so we got Sneaky But Beefy, so keep keep these awesome list names coming in. We love it. Uh, we've got Ancient Terminator Armor with the Blade Driven Deep. He's the Warlord. We've got a Librarian in Phobos Armor. We've got Devastator Centurions with Laz Cannons and Missile Launchers. Another squad of Centurion Devastators with uh, the Missile Launchers and Laz and Cannons. And Laz Cannons, yeah. Uh, we've got the Deathwing Command Squad. We've got the five Eliminators. Man squad. Yep. Yeah, I thought so. The when I saw the two ten, I thought, oh yeah, that's that's five. Uh, let's see, it's yeah. double last fusel, uh, with inskater bolt carbine eliminator or eliminator squad, so you can shoot and scoot. And then you've mm -hmm. got a lancer, an inceptor squad, a fatty inceptor squad of plasma eliminators, a tiny squad of inceptors with plasma exterminators, and then another squad. So there's twelve. Plasma and center, uh, Inceptors in this. Nice. And then we have an Infiltrator Squad with the Helix. We've got Scouts and Scouts with Missile Launchers and Sniper Rifles. And then a Double Whirlwind. And then the Calidus Assassin. So <clears throat> this list, um, interesting in that it deviates from the norm in yeah. how the Dark Angels usually play this because they normally take the blade driven deep chaplain to go with a fat squad of Deathwing Knights. Um, and that's, that's good. That's a cool list. I, I played a variant on that, uh, like at my game store on Wednesday night and nice. it, it wrecks, it wrecks face. Uh, this is different because it's, it's the five main command squad, right? Uh, which frees up 260 points to do other stuff with. So, and uh, command squads are good, right? They sorry, they Yo, were good. Uh, <laughs> anyway, moving on. But um, I think the real thing about this is this is a fairly has evolved to be a fairly normal uh, space marine archetype where you have these double uh, centurion devastators, and they do the you know drop down, you know walking off the board edge on a fire lane, shoot, pick them back up at the end of the turn, and they can just play whack-a-mole with Centurion Devastators. There's a really nasty Ultramarine variant of this uh, where they have Aerial Ventress, and so anything that Strategic Reserves can instead Deep Strike. But Ooh. that was a, a John Lennon list. Um, but the Deathwing Command Squad makes this makes this pretty good. Now, uh, and like I said, it's an ancient Terminator armor instead of the Chaplain, so that gives them uh, the the extra OC so they can push objectives, which is cool, right? Uh, and, you know, they're shooty, they're fighty, right? Not that shooty, right? The command squad, as he has equipped, is basically, you know, storm a few couple storm bolters and everything else is Thunderhammer, Storm Shield, and Halberd of Caliban and that kind of stuff. But um, yep. this list is going to be very good objective play, right? Uh, that's those oh, yeah. scepters are actually pretty killy. Everybody forgets that they're two damage overcharged to three, uh, and they're pistols. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and being able to drop three inches away and just you know nuke something is nice. Mm -hmm. So, oh yeah, they make a yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so and then double scouts eliminator the the. Uh, with limiters and the Phobos Librarian with the Infiltrators. A lot of really interesting ability to move objectives, right? Contest stuff. Just, yeah. And you're going to sit on the, in the in the no man's land and try and keep your opponent hemmed in with this list. So, cool. 
Yep, he got a third place with this. So congratulations on that. Ooh, Seventy-eight nice. people. Yep, that's a that's a good showing. That's a good showing. Oh yeah, sneaky beefy. So then, sneaky beefy. I like it. So uh, we have Hammer in the New Year 2024. This is 45 player five round GT in Ashburn, Virginia. This also happened that same weekend. We have James Cole Pepper again. I think I recognized this name when I I was like, oh, I know this. I've okay. seen this before. Uh, he's got the Gladius Task Force. Uh, he has called this Hammer Version 11. So there are 10 other hammers. I'm just gonna up to this point. <laughs> I'm, let me preface with I when I reviewed this list for the show notes, I was like, I actually really like this because it's different. Yeah, this is same, different. Same. Than, <laughs> it's a different archetype than we have seen previously, and it is not going to be nearly as affected by the changes in the codex. Right. So listen up, boys. And girls of the lion, uh, you know, some hot new text coming down your pipe. Yep. So we've got Ezreal. We've got Bladeguard Ancient with Artificer Armor. Chaplain in Terminator Armor with the Relic Shield. Combi Lieutenant, so the Leviathan Lieutenant. The Lion as the Warlord. And then a Tech Marine. Then we've got okay. five-man squad of Deathwing Knights. A Lancer. A Land Raider. Land Raider Redeemer. 10 stern guard and then a thunderstrike yeah so and this one is <laughs> like okay what's the point like what's the what's the point of this list um i think that he's going to have the deathwing knights with the chaplain and a land raider and then uh the or maybe uh or maybe in the redeemer i'm not really yeah. Yeah, I guess that's probably the case. And then you're going to put the Stern Guard with Azrael and uh, the other Land Raider, right? <clears throat> so that they're going to be able to yep. jump out and do, you know, do their thug thizzle all over people's faces. How are they equipped? Uh, two Stern Guard heavy bolters, five Stern Guard bolt rifles, um, nine, uh, nine Stern Guard bolt pistols. Uh, There's a power fist in there on the sergeant. Yeah. There's, okay, yeah. So the like this list is actually going to be is going to be really well, good because same hits in there too. on everything. Yeah, the combat. So I was looking. I was like, yeah. do you do five like like the five combi? There's only five combi weapons. Is what it looks like. Uh, so two combi weapons. All the Sterngard bolt rifles. I, I'm not super familiar with Sterngard. I'm gonna have to look them up real quick. All right. So I got the Sterngard veterans. So yeah, the combi weapons are. Anti-infantry 4-up, Devastating Wounds, Rapid Fire. Uh, the Stern Guard Heavy Bolter is a Devastating Wounds Heavy Bolter. So Sustained Hits 1, Heavy, 3 shots, Strength 5, AP 1, 2 damage. Uh, the Stern Guard Bolt Rifle is a regular Bolt Rifle. So 2 shots, AP 1, you know, Heavy Assault, and it has uh, Devastating Wounds. So that's pretty good. I'm assuming, um, yeah, and you're throwing Ezreal in there, so everything has sustained hits one. Right. Yes. So, uh, yeah. And then their ability is Sterngard Focus. Every time you target your Oath of Moment target, you reroll wound rolls of what? Yep. So, they so have that's spicy. Full rerolls and then reroll ones on top yeah. of sustained hits and dead wounds. Yuck! And don't forget. <laughs> so if you give them chain, if you give them chain swords, they have six attacks, right at AP one, um, because they're veterans. So I think I think that this guy, 
you know, we might have been sleeping on this. Whoa, because where did I've? <laughs> they have six. At... Whoa! With the chainsword, the chainsword has six attacks. Um, the close combat weapon has four. Power weapon has five, and the power fist has four. Yikes! Right? So, um, yeah. Uh, any number of stern guards can have their stern guard bolt rifle replaced with a combi weapon. Uh, and every model is equipped with a bolt pistol, bolt rifle, and close combat weapon. So the sergeant. Okay, so the, only the, the it chain looks chain like sword. only the sergeant takes the chain sword. Yeah, because I was it's thinking good, these guys are assault intercessors. Like, oh, but yeah. But anyway, hey, like five attacks with a or. With a with four attacks with a close combat weapon, that doesn't suck, right? And no. especially, you know, the, the best part of um, the the best part of that of that detachment is that honor the chapter, right? These guys with Azrael rolling in to honor the chapter on some fool. Ooh, oh yeah, you're gonna you're not gonna like how that works out for you. So um, I think that's a good. You can jump out of a land raider, like move, jump out of a land raider, just just unleash hell, and then charge what's left, and you're gonna be fine. So yeah. Anyway, yep. so there you go. Um, and when you when you combo the thunder strike with that or with anything, once again, you guys know how I feel about thunder strikes. I think they're a mainstay oh, yeah. in uh, infantry based lists. <clears throat> so yeah, I think. Uh, this is something you could look out for as a, you know, if you want to run Green Wing in the new era, like obviously the Deathwing Knights are going to be more expensive. We know that right now, but this is, this is probably those Stern Guard are going to get the Deathwing keyword, right? Right? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, and I think you could probably, I don't know, like the Blade Guard Ancient, I think is just an action monkey. It's a, yeah, because yeah, there's, there's nothing, no nothing he go. can, nothing he can join, right? So, so yeah, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so there we go. I, I like uh, this list. I think there's, I think this has some legs moving forward. Oh yeah, definitely. I even, I'm a big even fan. maybe not even, maybe not even in the Gladius task force. Um, but just based on the data sheet changes, this has got some stuff. So anyway, what else like we got it. here? Uh, we have the Naughty Them 40K Super Major. This was 345 people, seven rounds. It was January 13th in England. And Liam right. Calib Calibut uh, with an Iron Storm Spearhead got eighth place, and he had Triple Redemptors and a Repulsor Executioner. That's all the information I, I have pull the from Moonhammer. I uh, fortunately okay. have the list right here. Let's go. So here we go. Uh, we have... Uh, the detachment is led by Azrael as the warlord. Also has a combo up lieutenant with master of machine war. Uh, <clears throat> so that that's the everything can all vehicles within six inches can advance, fall back, and shoot. Uh, he also has a tech marine with target artery web, which is required for this list. Uh, a tech marine with adept of the Omnissiah, and then he has company heroes. That's probably where Azrael is going to go. So that's a great combo. Yep. Double Inceptor. With plasma, an infiltrator squad. Uh, this says Helix Scotland and infiltrator comms array. I think that might be a typo. I think you can only take one of those. Uh, so, and the infiltrator comms array is not super useful. Uh, then he's got two scout squads, 
a Dark Shroud, Triple Redemptor, and an Executioner. And a Thunderstrike. So, oh, my bad, and a Thunderstrike. And the Dark Shroud, really, like I said, yeah. is a, a force multiplier for Dark Angels uh, to play this type of list. Um, and once again, this list would be relatively codex proof because it doesn't, as I have run this list before with a uh, Talon Master. So um, the Talon Master's gone, unfortunately. Rip. But yeah. uh, the Combi Lieutenant is actually a pretty clever, a pretty clever way to do that because he's fast. He can just run his oh, little yeah. run his little legs right to keep up with those scouts um, or to keep up with the the dreadies, right? And he's a he's a lone operative, and yep. you know he's got field of pain. Okay. And if you get close to try and charge him, uh, he can just do it. And he gives you wound reroll support. So there's a lot to like about that. Right. So, and the Dark Shroud obviously will help you win any of the the ranged counter fire matchups. So, because it's a real big, real big boost. So, okay. Um, I was initially, I'm not going to lie, when we started playing this episode a few days ago, uh, I was like, I don't know if we should even talk about you know, meta, right? Because it doesn't really matter. Right. But fortunately, we've been able to find some lists that don't rely on the the 10-man Brick of Deathwing Knights, right? So uh, right. good on you, Bailey, for for sussing those out. Uh, so these are, thank are you to still somewhat for... relevant to the conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. yep. Thank you, Good <laughs> Hammer, for having this right ready for me. Doing, it's nice and easy. doing a lot of our research <laughs> for us, yeah. We appreciate, so, we appreciate all right, it. Uh, shall we... Move on to the future. Well, yeah, segment. let's move into the main bit. So we're gonna take we're gonna get right. our hot spicy takes on the hot spicy takes of others that's out there on the new codex and the new way to play. That's our featured segment today. So we've got this kind of broken down in a couple different bits. Like we've got like some stuff that's brand new, some stuff that's changed and we perceive to be for the better, and then okay. some stuff that's changed that we've perceived to be not for the better. Not right. for the best. So let's go ahead and just let's just go ahead and disclaim, I think. Um so this is Sunday, January 21st. Uh, yes. The pre-order window opened yesterday. Um, therefore, all of the, all the, you know, the, the embargo lifted on all the, you know, influencers, NDAs. And so that's, uh, and a lot of people don't, don't like what they see. Um, I, I have personally gone through a bit of an emotional journey with this as well. Uh, but we are, we're going to try and come at this as objectively as possible discuss what we know. We don't have the full picture because we don't have the Munitorum field manual points. Um, right. So we don't, we don't know the complete scope of the thing. Uh, so we'll talk about some data sheet changes. We'll talk about the, uh, the detachments. Um, there are a few things I think that are going to be interesting that are, that are positive changes. There's a lot that are negative uh, overall, just, just data sheet nerfs. So once again, we're going to try and point out what we can and, and just make it as, as uh, objective and nuanced to take on it as we can. Um, well, I said, as we, what's our, what's our catchphrase at the end of the show, Bailey? Stay loyal, angels. Got to stay loyal. Stay loyal, angels. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. So let's hit the, let's hit the detachments. So first things first, three detachments in the book. The first one is the unforgiven attachment. It is effectively unchanged. Uh, they changed yep. the name of one of the enhancements, I think, but it is it 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 has itself is unchanged. Um, so the way you play it will be different based on the change of the data sheets, 
Not that anybody was playing right. it really anyway. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll give a shout out to our boy, uh, Alan. I think he tried to play it uh, at a big tournament uh, several months ago um, just to, you know, for the street cred and uh, Alan Percival, in our opinion, love you, Alan needs no, needs no street cred. He's always, he's always got it. So um, our two new detachments, we have a, let's talk about the Ravenwing one first, I think, uh, because we'll probably spend a lot more time talking about the Deathwing one. Uh, The Ravenwing detachment is called company of hunters, right? So the company of hunters. uh, So, uh, so first of all, uh, let's just back up a turn. So there is in all Dark Angel armies, they give the Ravenwing and the Deathwing keyword to certain data sheets. Right. Just by existing in a Dark Angel army, the Ravenwing keyword is gained by all mounted units and flying vehicles. So that is basically you know all the Marine flyers and storm speeders, right? And your mounted units are Outriders, ATVs, and the Bike Chaplain, right? So, and then also the Deathwing keyword is gained by all Terminators, all Blade Guard and their Ancient, all Sterngold, all Vanguard, Land Raiders, Repulsors, the variants thereof, and all Dreadnoughts. So, uh, Samael has the Ravenwing keyword. Deathwing is the keyword for all the Codex characters aside from Samael and the Lion. Why does the Lion not have the Deathwing keyword? You know, I'm actually, from a lore standpoint, I think that's probably appropriate because the Lion is not aligned with the mission of the Deathwing. So there we go. Um, we'll probably have to do, once I get my hands on the Codex on February 3rd, I'll, we'll, we'll sit down and do a, a lore discussion. But okay, so that's how the you know the, the data sheets are changed. So back to the Ravenwing detachment. So Company of Hunters. So the core rule for Company of Hunters is you can advance and still be able to shoot and fall back. Wait, yeah. So if you advance or fall back, you're still eligible to shoot, right? Now, this is not just bikes and speeders. This is all Astartes units. Now, just just look past all the rest of the things. That's a really powerful rule. That bakes in Master of Machine War, right? And that bakes in a lot of stuff that you would otherwise really want to be able to do, right? So what do you always what is your opening gambit with with the Gladius detachment, right? It's declare devastator doctrine so you can advance and shoot. You just have that all the time now. Okay. This yeah. and once again, this is not just Ravenwing. This is everything, right? Your eradicators, right? Advance and shoot, mm-hmm. right? Um, this is gonna really help your ability to do uh objectives, right? Or do action, what we used to call actions, because you're always eligible to shoot, even if you advance. Well, and then this so also there's... combines uh, tactical doctrine too, because you can fall back and shoot. So you can mm-hmm. now fall back and do all that stuff. So okay, yeah, I missed that. Yeah, that's a good, so that's a good catch. Looking, look at that. That's a you know, just think about that. Okay, what in this Space Marine Codex would I like to be able to advance, shoot, fall back, and shoot with? Now it doesn't let you charge, right? But there's an enhancement that does, and Samael also lets you do that. Yes. So, okay. Now the enhancement that does is strictly tied to a Ravenwing unit. So, all right. Okay. So um, the enhancements and the stratagems are specifically tied to Ravenwing keywords. Right. So, right. Um, 
does this help? So how does this help things, right? Does it help your planes? Planes don't really need to advance and shoot because they have an unlimited movement. Speeders definitely need to advance and shoot. A lot of time, vehicles yep. need to advance and shoot uh, because really on turn one, that helps you a lot because you can guarantee lining up, oh, pardon me, um, in cover and you just advance your land raider, advance your ballistas, move out to pull a to open a fire lane for yourself, right? So that's really nice. Um, I said I really like it for eradicators <laughs> uh, and some of the like yeah. centurions. You know that's really gonna be that's gonna be good, right? So your hell blaster block. Uh, there which, you go. I mean, they could already do it to begin with, but now they can. You can't lock them up in combat every every turn and turn yep. them off because you can just um, fall a, back out of combat a lot of and keep shooting. You just fall back and shoot, right? Which means you don't need to spend points to take lieutenants, right? Unless you really yep. are keen on lethal hits things, right? So. You know, when you look at that, okay, that's good. That's a really nice piece of kit, kit and flexibility that I, I really would like to have. If you told me in ninth edition that I could have had army wide advanced fall back and shoot, I would be like, oh yeah, let's roll. I got something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's going to make the dreadnought like a hey, you got triple redemptor because you've been playing Ironstorm. Uh, maybe give this a crack. See what happens. Anyway, so. Um, all right, so now let's talk about uh, some of their. Oh, go ahead. Are we going to do are we doing enhancements or stratagems? Um, one other thing to talk about first is they say outriders. Uh, all the outriders get oh, the yeah. ba get battle line, so that you can take more than three of them. I don't know why you would, because they're kind of expensive. Um, I can see right. a reason to take maybe two. Um, I could see a reason to take a unit of three and then maybe a unit of six with an ATV. Um, the thing that is attractive is they give you a auto six inch advance, uh, which yep. is, which is nice, right? They're not generally very killy, um, but you could attach Samael to them and it could be a way to just basically catapult Samael across the board, get him into combat with something. Right. Yep. Uh, so yeah, anyway, Unless they take a, a, a significant points cut, which I don't think they will because the way that GW seems to value uh, movement uh, in their yeah. points, I don't, I don't see that coming. But, okay, let's talk about some, some stratagems, right? So we have five stratagems here. Um, let me pull it up. Yeah. So our stratagems, we have... Uh, five stratagems in addition to the normal armor contempt. Armor contempt is armor contempt, right? right. So uh, we have the one I think that was uh, previewed, uh, which was called uh, Talon Strike. Yep. So Talon Strike, uh, when you're shooting or fight phase, target one Ravenwing mounted unit, right? So not you can't do this to a vehicle, right? It has to be right. a mounted unit, right? Effect. Each time to the end of the phase, each time the model in your unit targets an infantry character or mounted character, plus one to wound. All right. Okay. All right. So there's something there. Um, mostly it's like, so where I see this is the big blobs of Black Knights, right? And yeah. just to preview, like, I think one of the most interesting changes that happened, okay, interesting positive changes that happened from the Codex is that the Ravenwing Command Squad uh, is now a character. So oh, yeah, you can yeah. take three, 
you know, your 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 champion, your ancient, and your uh, apothecary. The champion is the character, and that whole squad can attach to another squad. So you can put nine black knights <laughs> in yeah. one squad, right? With a champion gives them advance and charge, uh, and then <clears throat> they're going to with those freaking plasma talons. If you get within twelve inches. That's going to be 18 shots, strength 8, AP 3, 2 damage, plus 1 to wound if you're shooting at something that's a character. That's not a, that's not a monster or a vehicle, right? Um, right. So that's going to be that's, – that's got some utility, right? Um, that's a strategic ploy. Doesn't – like there's no bike captains that you can attach that get battle, uh, rights of battle, so whatever. Right. Okay. Um. So as far as defensive stratagems, you've got one called High Speed Focus. One Ravewing unit from your army uh, in the shooting phase is targeted. And they're minus one to hit. Yep. Classic. Okay. Depending on the shooting profile, Armor Contempt may or may not be better. So, yeah. whatever. Uh, cool. That's can stack yeah, classy, them. right? You could... Depending on, yeah, you you could right because, yeah, armor types of battle tactic, high speed focus is a battle tactic. Um, if you've got the CP to do it, and you really need to knock it shot now. So high speed focus will be more effective against the things like Tau or Guard. That you know, like if you're yeah. minus one to hit against a four up ballistic skill is way more is is a much bigger statistical swing uh, than against a two or a three up. But every little right. bit can help sometimes. So. Okay, um, so another one we have here called Death on the Wind. Uh, in your shooting phase, one Ravenwing unit is targeted. You select one enemy unit that was hit by one or more of those attacks. That unit immediately takes a battle shock test. And if one or more Ravenwing units from your army are within six inches of that enemy, subtract one from the test. Eh. Yeah, I mean, it's for flipping um, objectives. That's, that's maybe. what that's for. It might, it might flip an objective. It might not. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, battle. Like, I don't think that battle shock is the mechanic that GW wants it to be or is, and I don't know how to make it that because, you know, the 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 fidelity you have with a D six based system, even on two D six, is just not fine enough to really make a unit be reliable, but also battle shock be a thing. If you could just say your, if there was a minus two, maybe now we're talking. I don't know, but. I don't know. Um, that's that's one of those probably not gonna come up unless it's like a unit of chaos cultists or something, or or that's yeah. just got a really crappy battle, sh really crappy one. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's another one that I find here. This one I think is actually really cool. I like this one. It's called Hunter's Trail. Uh, yep. When in your command phase, target one Ravenwing mounted unit. So you can't use this on a vehicle. I thought initially had thought about that. Um, so this has to be a bike unit. So uh, effect, the objective marker that you were on remains under your control even if you move away. So a bike squad on your on an objective, you just boop, hey, that's still my objective. Off you go, right? Uh, this is going to be really nice. I, I think this one's going to see a lot of play. Uh, this is a great turn one objective um, uh, or turn one stratagem. So uh, whether, well, whether you... you... Go ahead. Well, say, and then you couple that with one of the enhancements, the recon yep. hunter. So yep. that way, that mm -hmm. guy's unit has a nine-inch scout move. So you move on to objective to start the game. You tag it, and then Boom. you go off and do off other you go. stuff. 
Yep. Yeah, so there's that's going to be there's some combo. play there, right? I think there's a good there, yeah there's a good play there, right? So uh, I think you're going to see a lot of use for that. Um, also, rapid reappraisal. Uh, this one's going to take oh, some yeah. some galaxy brain work to to figure out how to play with. Uh, it is a battle tactic that at the end of your opponent's fight phase, you target one Raven Wing unit, not mounted, just Raven Wing, uh, that is not within engagement range. Effect, you pull that unit from the battlefield and put it in strategic reserves. So the question so I have with just, this, and this is zoop, something that... Boop. Is that if, if you go second, huh. right, and you do this, does, that unit can come in on the at the end of your turn one then, Yeah. Because there are list is because there there's something about the fact that like if it starts on the starts the game on the board and then goes into reserves, it's not restricted by the normal strategic reserves rule. Uh, I remember that being the case in eighth edition, but I don't know now. Okay. Uh, I'd have to. We let's take that as a look up for for next for next yeah. show. I think. But if you could, we'll see. Yeah. But if you could, yeah. One of the other enhancements lets you take something and bring it in a turn early. Yeah. Uh, so you could technically, you could. This sets you up for a really nice. If you have multiple things that you, the Raven Wing things that you want to shoot with, where you can kind of do a double, uh, like a beta strike, where you can bring two things in from strategic reserves turn one. Mm, okay. Uh, because you yeah. have the unit that's already in reserves that has the enhancement to come in early, and then you have if you're going second, then you can bring take something else, put it in reserve, and then bring it in at the same time. So that's what when I saw this, I something can do that. I know that this is. I'll have to ask my buddy Chris that judges. There's a lot of tournament judging, but I think this is something that people do in other armies. And this is the first thing that popped in my head when I saw this: is oh, you combo this with the other thing, and now you have two things, and then you come in, and so it's kind of gimmicky. Uh, and and the fact that you're limited to Raven Wing things all around, so basically you'd have to run two squads of Black Knights essentially. Well, hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. Um, I think the I think the storm speeders are a great tactic for this. You keep them oh, yeah. very well protected in your backfield, right? <clears throat> and then at the end of their first turn, right, you just zoop, pick them up. Your next turn, you just drop them down someplace else. So they have the sight line they need to put their their thunder strike buff on the plus one to wound on something. Yeah. So it, you know you can uh, you can use the, do that to or if you combo this with the. Uh, What's it that the the master maneuver enhancement that allows you to bring something in early? You could pick something up at the end of uh, turn one, and on turn two, you can drop it down in your opponent's deployment zone. Yeah, because that yep. unit counts as being turn three. <clears throat> so all of a sudden, nine black knights with plus one to charge are nine inches away from something in your opponent's deployment zone. Yep, that's true. That is concerning, that as well. right? So there, there's you now the the downside of that is that the the footprint of a nine inch Black Knight squad is tough to manage, right? It's going to yep. take some practice. But okay, yep. so um, overall, how do you kind of grade this stratagem sheet? Like, uh, I can think I like we can agree because... it's not S tier, but it's, no. Yeah. No, but it's it does things that I enjoy. It's all about maneuvering. Between enhancements and this, there's all these maneuvering gimmick things that I enjoy. And the thing that I've noticed a lot with like the cutting down on auras, putting 
um, cutting down on the rerolls from both the moment. They're really trying to push you into leaning into the individual data sheets for your power nowadays. And when you look at these stratagems, that's what these do. Like it's not about making one individual data sheet better. It's about how do you get that data sheet that's already good to the right spot and and go. Like I mean, obviously Talon Strike does that, but it's very specific into what you're dealing with. Like you have to be basically going into a counter matchup or you know, something chaos with the juggernauts or um or chaos demons or something where they've got mounted units where that will come in helpful. But for the most part looking at uh the, you have defense and then you have sticky objective and then you have the ability to pick up something and put it in reserve it's all min- movement shenanigans which is like my favorite way to play the game so i'm i'm a big fan of this okay um i'm i'm bish on it uh like look at some of the data sheets or the strat- stratagems that came out with the codex space marines and the necrons like they there's nothing that is a clear boost to killing power and I think that Raven, that's one thing right. that Ravenwing do really need because Black Knights are damage one in combat, right? Like Ravenwing just aren't good in close combat, right? There's they and yeah, with, with damage one weapons, you're really not. So, um, and Samael is like the only thing that really hits hard, right? Chaplains once again with an AP one two damage weapon, like eh. eh. So, um, <clears throat> this is going to be a like a you know. Uh, you're the history guy here. What was the like the the 17th, 18th century, like the 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 short range cavalry, like they would charge right at somebody and then wheel oh. with dual pistols and pop pop pop, right? The caval the cavalcade. Yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah. kind of uh, what you're going to need to play this army as, right? I so know what you're talking about like they're, they're 18th century good. Italian I mean, cavalry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I have some of those guys actually in a box. Uh, right up there, <laughs> I know I can see when you in my head right now the the, the box cover from Warlord. In fact, <laughs> uh, but yeah. yes, yeah, it's that's that's what uh, Raven Wing to me have always been uh, that they're def the Dark Angels overall. It's a shooting army. Raven Wing are the shooty bike army. If you want to play melee bike army, you go play White Scars. Like that's just sort of been the niche yeah. for me for Raven Wing, and this really leans into the fact that it is the shooty one, which is why you can fall back, advance, and shoot. You have to pay extra to get charge, but really the only unit you really, really want to charge with is Samael, and he gives it to you already. So uh, that's yeah. kind of where um, I'm looking at that going forward. I I kind of wish that... Okay, so they have a stratagem that gives them plus one to wound in combat. Okay, yep. that's cool, right? But um, they're not going to do... like They're going to have a real hard time fighting Space Marines in close combat because their weapons are all damage one. Yep, that's just how it is. Well, which sucks. And then you uh, and and the fact that Semiel uh, gives you advance and charge already, you could just take Gladius Task Force, go into Assault Doctrine, advance and charge, and give yourself plus one to wound against everything. One. And the yep. Stormlands Task Force does the same thing. It gives you the option for the same thing for a mounted unit to get a plus one to wound. Yep. So, um, yeah, like I, I, at the risk of wishlisting, I, I wish this what this detachment needs is a move shoot move stratagem uh but whatever uh so anyway okay so that's the enhancements i said i'm i'm b minus ish on it there's definitely some tools uh but like a full bike list is going to struggle using this detachment you're going to need a couple of bike units uh and then some strong support from other stuff 
So I th- uh, that's just my opinion. At, at first. Okay, so your enhancements. So four enhancements. Uh, we have a master crafted weapon. Uh, this can be equipped yep. to a Ravenwing model only. Melee weapons equipped by that bear have the precision ability. I think that the Ravenwing champion already has the precision ability. Uh, at least he yeah. did in the in the index. So this is basically only one model can take this, and it's the chaplain. And I don't yep. care if he gets precision. So, but whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. So mounted strategist, Ravenwing model. The bear's unit is eligible to declare a charge in a turn in which it advanced or fell back. That's useful. Yes. That is useful, right? Um, again, it has to be on a on a this. Yeah, uh, the 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 following three, you know, it's basically a Raymond Command Squad or a Chaplain, and I can kind of see an argument for either one. Um, yeah. So not really. So yeah, th- that's you can clearly see what you want to do with that. Uh, if you attach Samuel to a unit, he gives them advanced advanced charge. So as well as the cut off their escape. So uh, third one, master maneuver. This is what was previewed. We've we've referenced it before. Uh, if the bearish unit starts to battle strategic reserves, the point value does not count towards the combined limits. Uh, and for the purposes of setting up the, you know, the battlefield, treat the current battle round as being one higher than it actually is. So let me ask you a question here. The way this is actually worded, so it starts, the sentence starts, if the bearer's unit starts the battle in strategic reserves, comma, its point value does not count towards the combined points limits for units in your, that, for your army that are in strategic reserves, comma, and for the purpose of setting up that unit on the battlefield, comma, treat the current battle round number as being one higher than it actually is. I think based on a strict reading of that, those two, so that first portion of the sentence, if the bearish unit starts the battle in strategic reserves, that is a qualifier for the other two effects. So I don't think you could pick him up off the board and then drop him back in earlier with this. Right. I think he has to start the game off the board. Right. But so, with the other so thing, the thing we discussed earlier... Else. Yeah, yeah, you could, you could, yeah, but yeah. um, you wouldn't be able to do like we said, pick them up on saying. turn one, dr- on turn two, drop them on right. the deployment in the enemy's deployment zone, right? Um, so that's I, I, I we talked about that a few minutes ago. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're now reading yeah, yeah. the rule, I don't think that is actually what the rule allows based on that. So, okay, um, fourth one, but the beta uh, strike, still, but the beta strike's still there though. Yeah. Yeah, I also yeah, that's true. Right. Okay, so Recon Hunter, a Ravenwing model only. Models in the Bears unit have the Scout's nine inches ability. I think there's some spicy stuff with this. Um now once yeah. again, managing a uh managing the footprint of a you're not gonna like take a nine man Ravenwing Command Black Knight squad and then put them out in the middle of the board and say, Oh, I'm just gonna scout behind cover. You can't do that with a unit that big. Um, it's unless you are on player place terrain and you develop a tactic, right, for doing that, right. Which, if you're pl- if you're playing at a high level game, you probably will. Um, but this will pair very nicely with the sticky objective stratagem. Yeah. The and there yeah, used to be a, a Ravenwing stratagem that basically let you do this. That gave you that pregame move. Remember that uh, Tom the hunt, the hunt was the fallen, using a lot. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah. So this is basically just letting so, you do something similar to that again, which is cool. I actually really like that. Yeah, I think it's a, 
it's an interesting way to develop one way or the other. Um, if if I think if your opponent realizes you have Scout Nine with bikes, they're maybe it makes it's just a way to force them to deploy more conservatively. Yep. I don't know. So yeah, especially uh, I when think you there's have some value a in that. Nine inch move for sure. and advance in charge. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I definitely think there's some value in that. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So that's going to conclude the discussion about the Raven Wing. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually excited to play this detachment. I think there's some stuff here, right? I, I think yeah. there is. So, okay. Now on to the Death Wing. Yeah. My, my favorite. <laughs> so here we go. All right. Uh, you want to do enhancements or stratagems first? Oh, uh, no, no. We should talk about the actual, like the, so the, 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 the detachment rule, right? The detachment we get rule. to make okay. vows. It's not just for Black so, Templars yeah. anymore, boys and girls. We get to do it too. All right. So not only do you get to swear an oath of moment, you get to vow upon your oath of moment. Right? So yes. at the start of your command phase, select one objective marker. Until the start of your next command phase, that objective marker is your vowed objective. Each time a Deathwing Infantry unit from your army makes an attack that targets a unit within range of the vowed objective, add one to the wound roll. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's that's good. Okay. So. Yeah. Enhancement. All right. So enhancements. So we got four enhancements. Uh, the first one is Champion of the Deathwing. So the Deathwing model only model or correction melee weapons equipped by the bearer have lethal hits. And each time the bearer makes a melee attack, if it is within range of your vowed objective marker, so the, if your squad is on the vowed objective. A critical hit is scored on an unmodified hit roll of a five up. Okay. Yeah. That's there nice. we go. Um, I see this as an interesting pair with the Terminator Librarian. Okay. So you give you put him in a in a, a squad like a, a big squad of Deathwing Terminators, right? <clears throat> and then you can like then they're gonna have sustained hits. Yep. And lethal hits. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I see. Stain hits at range, lethal that. hits in melee, right? And then if they're on an objective, which isn't going to be hard to do based on one of the, the stratagems we're going to talk about, they're gonna they're gonna hurt things real hard, right? So yep. there's you're gonna get a lot of output out of that unit. So okay, I think that's a pretty valuable stratagem or a pretty valuable enhancement. Okay. Okay. Uh. Next one, Eye of the Unseen, Deathwing model. Each time you target the bearer's unit with a stratagem, roll a d6, adding one if you're within range of your avowed objective. On a five up, gain a CP. So you generate a CP on a four up if you're on an avowed objective or a five up. Um, I don't know if this is super valuable because you're. I'm probably going to bring Azrael every single time yeah. uh, to command point farm, whatever, right? If it's a couple points, if it's like five or 10 points, I'd probably take it. Uh, as a point filler. Yeah, Maybe yeah. it's valuable there. So, all right. Uh, singular will. Deathwing yeah, model only. Good, Each time the bear's unit piles in or consolidates, you can move an additional three inches. This is pretty good. I think, you know, yeah. movement shenanigans, once again, are always valuable. And um, this will, once again, when you, like, with the restrictions on how you can consolidate in 10th edition, this will let you probably catch some people off guard with a six inch consolidate towards an objective or another enemy unit. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. Because that's okay. the back half of what was righteous repugnance. And that was the part that was like, mm. and every time we talk to anybody that 
play Deathwing Terminators, mm-hmm. Alan or Tom or uh, gosh, I'm Charlie. Bad. I want right. to say it's Charlie, yeah. Charlie Andre. That's who it is. This yeah, was Charlie. the part they said. This is actually the sweet spot. This is this stuff. This is the actual yeah. spice. Rerolling hits and wounds is nice. This is the sweet stuff. So uh, it's cool yeah. that that's come back into the into the list. I'm I'm happy about that. Okay, so this last one, Deathwing Assault. We've had some variant of this rule in all editions. Yep. Right, <clears throat> a Deathwing model with a deep strike ability only. The bear's unit can be set up using the deep strike ability in the reinforcement step of your first, second, or third movement phase, regardless of any mission rules. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this both, one's so got some play. Attachments have that. Yeah, this one's got some play. And you're going to be able to pair that with one of these stratagems very nicely. So six stratagems, again, the first one, Armor Contempt, needs no introduction, so we won't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's just go on to the one I think that the Deathwing Assault pairs with nicely. The Relic Teleportarium, right? Oh, yeah. The flavor text, the, the Deathwing <laughs> employ ancient and incredibly powerful teleportariums, some older than the Great Crusade, to strike at their foes with unparalleled safety and accuracy. In your yeah, movement phase, you can target one Deathwing unit arriving using the Deep Strike ability. Effect, your unit can be set up anywhere on the battlefield more than three inches horizontally away from yep. all enemy models. Restriction, until the end of the turn, you cannot charge. But with the combination of your Deathwing Assault, on turn one, you're going to get a unit of Deathwing somewhere. Now, I'm yep. going to... I could point out this is actually probably um, this actually kind of makes me think that taking deploy teleport homers as a fixed objective has some play. Yeah, I could see because I can attach a character um, one CP on turn one. I'm in your deployment zone doing a turn, doing an objective for five victory points and you're not going to stop me. You're not gonna stop me unless you're a, a termin a tiered gaunt carpet, right? Maybe orcs, yeah. right? But then you say, okay, I can't do that, <laughs> and then you do something else, right? But I think there's, uh, I, I think there's that's going to be a, vi- a viable strategy. And if they're Deathwing Knights, um, once again, you know, we don't know the point proposition. We know what GW said it is, so they said they're going to be two ninety at first, which is high, but uh, they're really durable. Right, and just so, say, look, if I put them with a character and and drop in, and they're going to get me five victory points every turn, and I just drop them behind a building and generate CP or generate VP with them, maybe there's something there. So this is something I we've talked about before, Heath, and it just popped in my head. Remember we talked about when we, when we list build having the character, and you don't have taking advantage of the fact you don't have to declare where the character is going. Until yes, um, yeah, until yeah, yeah. before every battle. So let's say you take the librarian with sustained hits, right, with veil of time, and you give him the early drop, and then you run one fat squad of terminators, and then you have your smaller squad of terminators that you intend to do this strategy, right? Mm-hmm. So that way, when you go into the battle, if it is a matchup where you can sneak into the back and hide, you declare the librarian to go hide with the small squad, and then you go do the thing. Right, but if you're going into that yeah. tiered nope, matchup, you and you're there. like, okay, yeah. uh, then you go. Well, actually, I'm going to go put him in the fat squad for this game, 
in turn one, the fat squad's going to come down with the assault cannons and all the storm bolters, and we're just going to start docking everything in front of us. And mm-hmm. and then we're going to move block you because not only can I, because I'm going to come in right in front of you, pin you in your deployment zone, and just start shooting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you save that smaller yep. squad for shenanigans later. So to me, that's... Uh, this that that we we actually have a way to do this where it makes sense to me. Like if you're like where you're going into that matchup, like oh mm-hmm. this is where this would actually matter. But then you would have right. to run so, two Terminator squads. But you 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 probably are I, if you're I running. Think, look, if you're playing the Deathwing yes. detachment, you're going to be doing that, right? So yeah, so yeah, okay. So I said I think this is a great stratagem. There's 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 shenanigans available to you here in this one, even if it's not score points, right? You can move block somebody by just like, like hey, guess what? I'm putting. 10 Terminators in front of you, three inches in front of your line. You are not getting out of your deployment zone, right? And once again, um, with Oath a Moment, right, uh, all the Deathwing stuff now has a rule that if you are targeting your Oath target, you get plus one to hit. Yep. So, and then that can interact with the Vow target, right? So let's talk about this next stratagem called Martial Mastery. It's an epic deed when in the fight phase. So in the fight phase, one infantry unit or Deathwing infantry that has not been selected to fight until the end of the phase, each time a model in your unit makes an attack, reroll wound rolls of one. If your unit is within range of the vowed objective, you can reroll the wound roll instead. Yep. Very spice. Yeah, there we go. So um, that's nice. Right. That's good. Now, um, one of the things about this is there's only two battle tactics uh, in this entire list. Uh, Armor Contempt and one of the ones we haven't talked about yet. That's an epic deed. Because obviously that's the thing that I would like to be able to use captains to do on multiple units at once. But you you can't, right? So, and that would be really powerful with things that um, can have, that have fight first. Uh, But the lion can't do it because he's not Deathwing and he's not infantry. Uh, and you could possibly, you can, so one of the other other cool consequences of some of the change, subtle changes they made to data sheets is that, um, all of your characters, all your named characters now have the Deathwing keyword. So Azrael, Lazarus, Asmodai, Ezekiel, they all have the Deathwing keyword, which means when they join a squad, that squad has the Deathwing keyword. Okay. So. Hellblasters, led by Azrael, have the Deathwing keyword. Okay, I see where you're going with this. Right? So, if you have a unit of Hellblasters on an objective, you can just say, oh, crap, they're going to get charged. Okay, that's my vowed objective. You come next to me, you're going to take a punch-in. Even from these Hellblasters, right? And then, um, if you can say, that's my vowed objective, even your Hellblasters, led by, you know, one of your named captains can charge in. They get plus one to wound because that's vowed and they're Deathwing, right? Or they're led by a Deathwing character and they're going to reroll wounds with yeah. plus one to wound. That's good, right? Again, that's kind of the same effect almost that Honor the Chapter has. So there's there's some play there, right? Just don't, yeah. Yeah. Your Blade Guard veterans get this. Right. This means that you're, you yep. can, uh, when you go into the fight phase, you can select the shield of the Imperium 
pop the strat to reroll ones to save in for your invul saves, and then also yeah. get reroll ones to wound or full wound rerolls. Right now, if your blade guard veterans are led by a judiciar, they're still they're still deathwing because they're blade guard. They can use this. They have fight first. Yep. So, okay, All right. Um, yeah, right, I so like that. I think this is. I think this is a useful stratagem, right? Okay. So um, this requires skill because you got to plan ahead, right? With your vows. Again, it's not. You... It's not mathematically like powerful. Like I don't know the like I don't know what they're thinking with that Canoptech Court uh, like <laughs> stratagem that lets you like just just do devastating wounds with Tesla weapons. He's like, oh, this mathematically will do an average of fifteen to twenty mortal wounds a turn. Like, oh my god, what? Um, no, no. So, so like as we're talking about this, I'm becoming a little more. A little, I'm starting to see what maybe what they're thinking. Um, yeah. And and this is okay. I'll hold hold my next question. But okay, so let's talk about the fourth one here: the wrath of the lion. It is an epic deed that's in your charge phase. It's a Deathwing infantry unit that just ended a charge move. For one CP, select one enemy unit within engagement range of your unit and roll a D6 for each model in your unit. Add one to the result if that if the enemy unit you are targeting is within range of your vowed objective marker. For each four plus, that enemy unit suffers one mortal wound to a maximum of three. So for one CP, you basically get a mini tank shock. Do up to three mortal wounds. Uh, I'm just eh. going to tell you, it it has okay. value because there have been some games where I've gotten tank shocked, and it's just like, yep, you just have to do one more wound, and they're like, and people are sitting there, how am I going to do it? And they go, oh yeah, I'll, I'll tank shock you. So like, if you know, if there's an enemy yeah. lion in front of you, and you're like, he only has one wound left, or there's an imperial knight, or a land raider, which was the instance that I was in. Or a whirlwind sitting on an objective with one wound, and when you look at what's you know the strength reduction in all of the weapons for terminators in this edition, you know it's not a guaranteed you're going to roll a bunch of fives when you go yep. into fight it. So you just go yep. over, punt, you know, plow into it, give it the old shoulder push and uh, the old shoulder tackle, and blow it up and ball game. I'm all about mm -hmm. it. Uh, it again, it's, it's tackle. It's, it's what's it's what strategies are supposed to be. They're not supposed to be this like game breaking magic, the gathering style, infinite combo. It's supposed to be something that goes in a specific situation where you just need that one little push to get you over the edge. You know, this is the thing that does it because then, but think about well, this. Well said. If yeah. it, if it's, if you charge something, right. Cause they've changed how the targeting rules work now, right. For charges, right. So you can charge something, blow it up with this, so, so imagine the vehicle, there's a vehicle, right? You blow it up, right? It's got one one left. Okay. The guys get out of it, out of the back of it. But because you also have the singular will, you pile in six. So you blow up the tank, the guys get out, you pile in six, you fight the guys that were just inside the tank. It is important. You are, that's a good point. Like the fact that this is an out of, is an out, it's a way to do damage in the, in the fight, in the charge phase. Um, and yeah, so you can break a hole into a line, into a bubble wrap, get through, right? Which is what we used to use the Deathwing Assault for in the 8th edition. Um, yeah. yeah, there's, so yeah, so there's, there's a, there's a, it's, yes, it's going to be very situational. 
But <clears throat> yeah, I think if you, hey, there's a, a there's a Imperial Knight or or something with a four yeah. up and will save, right? And you just you're and you just need to soften it up a little bit more, right? Um, this will be not, this will prop, this may help. So, yep. yeah. Okay. No, I like it. All right. So, uh, fifth one, um, duty unto death. When in the fight phase, after an enemy unit has selected its targets, when, or sorry, uh, correction, target one deathwing unit from your army that was selected as the target of one or more of those attacking units attacks. Effects until the end of the phase, each time a model in your unit is destroyed, if they have not yet fought this phase, roll a d6. Add one if you're within range of your vowed objective. On a four plus, this model gets to fight before it's removed. So on a three up or a four up, you get fight on death for a death wing. Yep. It's not terrible. Okay. And then the fact that you actually can get it a terrible. little bit better if you do the if you do the vowed objective, like it's yeah. cool that like you get a little bit you get a little boost. So I like it's that. one of those things that will make people think a little twice about charging somebody on a on an objective. It's like I'm gonna get yeah, to you, I'm gonna get to hit you back, right? Um, I yeah. got I I played against a, a corn player on Wednesday night, and that like um, God, that freaking there's a berserker squad with a master of executions, right? And like they're they're delicate, but they have a lot of damage output, and they they chew through, like that master of executions has a an axe that can spike up to five damage with devastating wounds, <laughs> and and like. Maybe if he, maybe if I had fight on death, he would have been a little more concerned about charging me. Probably not though, because it's right. corn. But yeah. So yeah. Um, okay. All right. Uh, unmatched fortitude is our final stratagem here, right? So when your opponent shoots just after the enemy unit has selected its targets, one enemy or one deathwing infantry unit in your army that was selected as one of the attacking unit's targets is the target of the stratagem. Effect is the end of the phase. Each time an attack targets your units, if the strength characteristics of the attack is greater than the units, subtract one from the wound roll. So it's like a mini transhuman only for shooting. Yep. Which is fair. Right? This I think I mean, is a great. Yep. Yeah. I I I wish that this was um, shooting and combat, but it's not. Right. Um, but I think this is a this pairs very very nicely with the relic teleportarium. Right, and those other yes. like I'm going to get a Deathwing unit into your backfield. You're really not going to be able to say much about it, right? And if I'm like, hey, by the way, um, you're going to be wounding me on fours, kind of at best, uh, depending <laughs> on what you're shooting. You, you... It's going that's that's nice. <laughs> I just saw the scenario. It's where someone doesn't know you. This is only going to work so many times before people figure it out. But like the first time you walk to a game and someone just puts that one little, that, that Calidus assassin on their home objective, like it's the Knights player. And they just put that one assassin on their home objective and you go, okay, I'm valuing your home objective. I'm deep striking on top of it. I'm targeting the Calidus. It's eliminated. And now when you try and come and shoot me and fight me, I'm on my vowed objective. I have all these buffs, like good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're gonna need gonna to. You're gonna once. need to. <laughs> well, uh, you, yeah, you're gonna need to like honor and respect your backfield, right? You're, you're not gonna be able to leave yeah. a do the risk strategy where you've got you know all your armies are on the frontier and you've got one army garrisoning each 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 uh, region behind it. <clears throat> That's not gonna be safe against the Deathwing list. So, okay, it's good. Um, it that is what everybody's doing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that concludes the uh, detachments. Um, so, uh, I'm, look, I, like, it's, 
it's um I'm starting to get the feel that they want the game to not be about killing and they they want people to have units left on the board on turn four and turn five to counterplay with. Um that's the only real explanation for why they're moving stuff around. Like they're making stuff is trying to de-emphasize that and so yeah. Um and yeah, you've got the option to do that kind of stuff with this list. You really do. Uh so once so once again, um you can make I think the vowed objective thing is going to be really interesting because you know, hell blasters being getting plus one to wound for shooting against something on an objective. Yeah, that's, that's spicy. That's nasty. Stern guard getting plus one to wound against something on an objective. That's spicy, right? And remember, they reroll ones to wound against the uh, their oath target. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's good. That's pretty good. Um, man. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah. And you can, I'm and, uh, okay. So I, I think, I think there's some stuff to do here. The thing, so I'm not as upset about the detachments as I am about the changes to the data sheets. Upset's a strong word. I was sad. Um, I, right. I didn't feel like, like we earned the nerfs that we got, but, um, that is the kind of the more disappointing part of this. Right. So, um, Okay. So I don't know if I want to completely spend a whole lot of time and energy talking about data sheets at this point, because you, we don't have we don't have accurate points yet, right? So and, and right. The, so we don't have all the context we need to make a real value judgment. Um, but we can talk about what we know, right? So um, let's talk about okay, what got taken out? So we lost uh, the Talonmaster. Because he's an old yep. pattern land speeder. Yep. yep. We lost the Strike Master. He list, he lasted one edition because he came from yep. the old standard Deathwing Terminator kit. That's a shame. Um, that was another piece of unique Dark Angel flair that we had. Um, we lost the Deathwing Command Squad. That yeah, that's a big ouch. Yeah, I'm. That's the one that I'm like. I really actually feel like like hey, that's a bad play because they invalidated a lot of people's hobby effort, right? Um, not only right. because that was like one of the best units we had in tenth index six months ago, you told everybody to go buy and build these kits, and now you don't even nerf them; you just take them out of the codex. Guys, that's effed up. That's right. tough, man. Um, anyway, so I'm 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 gonna assign a an F an F grade to GW for that particular decision. Uh, that's a poorly rated, that's a bad play. Um, don't ever go and invalidate somebody's hobby work. I mean, my whole thing of, of, you know, firstborn Marines that I built 20 years ago, like, okay, <laughs> I'll take it. You spent three editions building lore and to phase them out. Got it. Understand. Not something that you incentivize people to buy a build six months ago. Anyway. Moving right. on. Um, so uh, some warrior options have been lost. Um, yes. The Deathwing Terminators lost their ability. So the there was the Deathwing Command Squad and the Deathwing Terminator Squad. Historically, the thing that made Deathwing Terminators unique was the ability to combine shooting and assault weapons or close combat weapons in one squad, whereas the, the traditional codex-compliant Terminator... Uh, you know, 
loadouts were a shooting squad with power fists or a dedicated close combat squad with lightning claws and thunder hammer storm shield. Uh, we lost the ability to put lightning claws and thunder hammer storm shield in that kit. Um, I think it's yep. because they don't, they're going to stop selling that kit and the new kit doesn't have it. Yep. So that's, that's the why. Um, it's also why we lost the Deathwing Command Squad, right? Because the Deathwing Command Squad was the same as the Deathwing Night Box. Now there's a new Deathwing Night Box which doesn't have the Deathwing Command Squad. Uh, I don't know. Yep. It, it's whatever. But but as but as I one of the things we talked about in the pregame, like some of this has been coming. Like I was talking to Heath that like back in Eighth Edition, if you remember playing. Storm Shields gave you a three up invuln, but now they, but then they only give you a four up going into ninth, and then they gave you plus one to your armor save. But then in tenth, they took that away and they just gave you plus one to wound. Uh, and or so it's like this wound, is yeah. this, yeah. And then they gave like all Terminators plus one toughness, and they all got the four up invuln just to start out. So they've this has been telegraphed for some time in the rules, um, in my opinion, that this was coming that they don't want us to play with this anymore. Like again, the Thunder Hammer used to be neg three, three damage. And then it got down to neg one, two damage. And it's just, they, there's just been signs that this is not the way uh, they want the game to go. Plus like think about other things that had double lightning claws, like Vanguard vets used to have double lightning claws. And then when you look at what they did mm -hmm. in the data sheet for 10th, like that's not even an option anymore. So there, there's definitely some things that we had a lot of fun with. I'm not going to lie. had a lot of fun. I enjoyed it, but it's been clear that people, um, there was some complaining about how good that was. And the answer was, well, don't do that anymore, which is sort of what I yeah. feel like so has been a... what you get a lot of in this book, just kind of overall, there's a lot of you were doing this and it was fun. Glad you had a good time. Don't do that anymore. And they just ask us to there's go back a, to the, the drawing board. There's a great conspiracy against lightning claws and thunder hammer storm shield. So, <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Um, so what we did, what do we get? We have a new, a new unit. Right, the inner circle companions. Yep. Um, reporting indicates they can be fielded as a three to a six man squad, uh, basically as if they were they attach as if they were stern guard veterans. Uh, they come with the Deathwing keyword and Tacticus armor. Right, so you could put them in uh, an pulser, I guess, if you want. Uh, yep. Stat line is a kind of a base marine save or base marine, right? Uh, six inch move T four three up save. You know, three wounds, leadership six OC two. Um, their little standard they have doesn't really do anything. It just looks cool. Uh, their weapons are a little uninspiring. Uh, these Calibanite greatswords uh, have a strike profile, four attacks, weapon skill three, strength six, AP one, damage two with lethal hits, or a sweet profile, which is uh, AP one, damage one, sustained hits two. Um, I don't know how a, ga a greatsword is AP one, but hey, we're here. Um, and they have heavy bolt pistols. Uh, special rules, they are minus one to hit if they're led by a character, and they are plus one to hit enemies with the character keyword. So they're cool-looking models. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to really have a place for me right now. We'll have to see. I think that's but, a yeah. to me it looks like a meta pick in the fact that <laughs> if you have something that has four attacks, sustained hits two. Uh, I was thinking about Asmodai because he gives you the full rerolls because he's a chaplain to hit i think i saw somewhere he used to yeah uh, uh yeah so no no you, that's yep i agree yep so you throw 
him because he has eight attacks in his in his new profile with the with the new profile. He has eight attacks. You throw him in with these guys with his sweep, um, then you're re-rolling all these fours. For you know, and you have six guys, three six guys, right? Four attacks. You're re-rolling all of it, fishing for sixes, looking for all these sustained hits. This is something you need when you're trying to clear out an accursed cultist blob or boys or uh. Mm-hmm. Gaunts. Plus, you don't have to just play this in a Unforgiven Detachment. You can play this in Gladius. Now you can put him in Assault Doctrine, so now everything's Neg 2 AP. And you can plus 1 to wound, okay. so now you can go. You can run into a Space Marine squad. Sure, you're only doing 1 damage with your sweep, but you can just buckets of dice, strength 6, so you're wounding on 2s, uh, right? Hitting on 2s, wounding on 2s, rerolling uh, the hits. There's ways to reroll 1s, multiple ways. Uh, based on what detachment you're taking, uh, I don't know. I just feel like there's there there's some play yeah, that I think... is very specific to your meta. You have to be fighting lots of hoarding yeah. things, and you just need dice. Because I always feel like I get swarmed. Like with my terminators, I just get swarmed with things, and I die. And it's like I need something sometimes to just go and be like, you know what, this giant blob of conscripts or whatever. Uh, you know, whatever the Death Corg of Krieg guys, that there's 20 of them and they have feel no pains and they have all this junk that just annoys me. Yeah, just pick it up. Oh, yeah. Squad will just just, pick yeah, it those up. Death Corps Krieg or those those big uh, Chaos Accursed Cultist blobs. Yep. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I I've, I've was thinking the other, yesterday, I was like, okay, what if I have like a Land Raider Redeemer, which I'm working on right now? I'm building, um, mm-hmm. you know, some stuff. Uh, and like I had a squad of of blade guard led by judiciar or or uh something or another character and then squad of these guys right and you can just advance like move up and then just disgorge them to do whatever you need i don't know so there's there's a play there's something we can come up with something so yeah um we'll see how we'll see how this plays out they're gonna be minus one to hit uh and plus one to hit and then yeah don't really know yet you can throw Azrael in there to give them a four pinball save um Azrael with Company Heroes uh, was good um, at the current. So the I, I, I believe that Azrael will eventually still be able to lead Company Heroes. As of yep. right now in the new codex, he can't because the printed version does not include the same language that they FAQ'd to be for the index. Right. That is clearly rules as intended. Um, mind you, the production constraints on printing these books probably in China nine right. months ago. Uh, so, so look, just, he'll be able to lead company heroes. I'm confident of that. Right. So, um, but it could so. be I interesting as you're leading a group of these guys. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And these guys are going to get hit a little harder than the company heroes. I think, uh, company heroes are like the, this champion hits hard, but the rest of them don't have combat weapons yeah. at all. So, yeah. All right. Um, Okay, so that's Inner Circle Companions. Uh, we talked a bit about the Deathwing stuff. Uh, so we talked about the Ravenwing. Um, okay, the, the Lion took a nerf. The Lion lost his minus one to wound from the Emperor's Shield, and he lost a point of damage on his sweep attack, and that is sad. He was already... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the way I look at that is it just means you have to be smart. I was talking to a, a buddy who was asking me about this the other day, and I said what it comes down to is you just have to be smarter. Like when I went to the Tampa Open, and I'm like, yeah, I'll just charge the lion into 
Magnus, no big deal. Oh, that you have the giant Canis Rex Imperial Knight. He's not going to kill the lion in one round of combat. I'll just charge in there and fight him for a couple rounds, see what happens. Uh, I'm not doing that anymore. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but he, I'm still, I would still bring the lion with the intent that he does have these nice buffs. Like there's your plus one to hit buff that because the the one for the the inner circle companions it has to be against characters but if you have the lion then he just gives it to them um for being near him that's one of his options right and then uh you just gotta soften up a target so that you know that when the lion charges in he's gonna kill whatever that thing is in one round of combat you just he's just becomes more of a finesse piece than what he was before you just can't charge in blindly like i was doing the thing that's frustrating is that he doesn't um he doesn't benefit from any of the detachments in his own in his own book. Um <laughs> he doesn't have the keywords necessary to interact with any of the Ravenwing or the Deathwing stratagems, other than Armor Contempt. And he doesn't have the key and he doesn't really benefit from the army rules or from the detachment rule for the Deathwing stratagem. Um and him being able to advance and shoot isn't really a big win in the Ravenwing one. So uh, I have I have a final thought on that. Save save all this for later. I have a final thought on a lot of this that I think will help you okay. clear clear some of this up okay. for us. That might be a little low. Okay. At the all right. Moment. So th- that's a that's a sad face. Um, let me add another downside. So the land speeder vengeance, which was I was pretty high on as a great iron storm variant, uh, is no longer a recommend. Uh, it lost a point of damage on its plasma cannons. Yep. Uh, so it's now a Damage one, damage two, instead of damage two, damage three, which is a big blow. Um, yeah. So, uh, Asriel, uh, Asriel, uh, lost or sorry, Asriel gained uh, the Deathwing keyword, which, as we said before, w- he will grant to any unit he leads, which is great for that Deathwing uh, inner circle detachment. Um, okay, another thing I think here is a big win, Ezekiel. Right, get get your Zeke back out because I think he's I think he yeah. can be back. Right, he's he's John Wicked in this book. So Ezekiel gains the Deathwing keyword, and most importantly, he has gained the ability to lead intercessors, assault intercessors, stern guard, tactical squads, oh. blade guards, inner circles, <laughs> and Hellblasters, oh. and Infernus. So yes. He has learned how change. to lead. He has learned how to lead Primaris units, so he's no longer oh. limited to only leading Firstborn units. So yes, there we go. Now we're cooking, right? So, um, yeah. his so his Trader's Bane weapon is anti chaos two plus, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, but his Book of Salvation. Uh, gives a plus one attacks to hit or plus one attacks for the the uh, units that he's leading. Yeah, right. So that's great, right? So you put him with blade guard, right? And he's and they're getting plus one attack. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. That's good. That's real good, right? That's real good. Yeah. Um, and I think he might also be cool for um, like uh, you know, he's, he's well, going to throw three- him in that uh. Assault intercessors, right? Oh, oh. Hold up. Assault intercessors gain the Deathwing keyword if they're led by Ezekiel. (laughs) So they're gonna that martial mastery and the vow targets. That's that's gonna be good. Um, There might be something there, boys. Okay. Well, 
And the other thing is, is that if you're just, it doesn't have to be a valid target for them necessarily because they get reroll ones inherently to wound, and then they have reroll on objectives just anywhere. So you can kind of press mm-hmm. multiple objectives at the same time and then yeah if you're on the avowed then they get plus one to wound so you don't need to run the you don't have to give them lance yeah and which i'll tell yeah. you that from what i've my experience with assault and lance and assault intercessors uh it's they can pick up stuff that's why i feel pretty confident about inner circle companions picking up stuff because even though a chainsword's only damage one and their weapons are only damage one on the sweep you could still pick up stuff with the neg one one damage profile if you target you put enough into it. You put enough buffs, you throw enough dice. Uh, every at the end of the day, it's everything so, is orcs. Just throw dice at it and it dies. So the the other thing that I would like to say about that is um, one damage weapons. I kind of had this thought about the Deathwing Knights, right? Because as I, yeah. you know, uh, the Deathwing Knights uh, they get their their sword profile that we just that we were really excited to know about is a power weapon. It's not even a mastercraft power weapon. It's just a power yeah, weapon. It's that a was one damage weapon. Yes. Uh, but so the upside is that that really evens out your efficacy into things with feel no pain. Um, yes. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's, so that's kind of like, you know, you get an extra attack with it, right? It hits on twos, right? Uh, it's okay. It's minus two. It's, it's strength six minus two. It's damage one, right? So it, you don't lose value into feel no pain like you do with multi damage weapons. You don't lose value into damage reduction stuff like you do with multi damage weapons. Um, those are you know like it's not. A, yeah, I'm stretching a little bit, but okay. So I, I think um, Ezekiel is one of the big winners out of this. Ezekiel, the Raven Command Squad, right? Uh, you know, Azrael. Um, so yeah, so Asmodai, his new his new stuff. So the new Asmodei model. Oh, Ezekiel has another thing he can do. My bad. I'm sorry. Uh, I think he can still do this before. Uh, he points at a. Uh, he can point at a in your shooting phase. Point at an enemy unit within 18 inches, and they have to take a battle shock test, engulfing fear. You. That's good. So that's good. Yeah. Um, Especially when you got right. some reavers in your list. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So uh, Asmodai, he has... So he doesn't have the Blades of Reason anymore, which is no, fine. That, I noticed that. terrible. Yeah. Yeah, he's, <laughs> they sucked. <laughs> they sucked. Uh, so he has a Strike Profile and a Sweet Profile. His Strike Profile is five attacks, weapon skill two, strength six, AP two, two damage. His Sweet Profile is eight attacks, strength five, AP two, one damage. Uh, that's pretty good, right? Yeah, and he is an exemplar of hate when he is leading a unit when they make a melee attack, they reroll you they reroll hits. That is that is provided to his unit, uh, and he is a feared interrogator. Each time uh, enemy characters within so at the start of the fight phase, each enemy character within six inches of him must take a battle shock test at minus one. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. Um, so. So your and opponent can't use stratagems on them when you fight them. Which, so that's the key it. there. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what you're trying to do. It's not the, oh, I want to take the objective from them. It's the, oh, all the other stuff that you can't do while you're battle shocked. Yeah, you don't get to the, like fight on death. You don't get to boost, give yourself plus one to wound or plus one to hit. Or I like that. Yeah. That's so, good. Um... so, yeah, so they, he, 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 he has a six inch characters take battle shock tests that's pretty cool uh and if a when he kills and destroys an enemy character 
with melee, you gain a CP. Yep. So, Interrogate them brains. Right. <laughs> We're here. Suck your brains okay. like a lictor. Suck those brains. All right. Uh, Lazarus um, doesn't really appear to have much changes, I don't think. Um, again, I think he's going to be great as a way to hand out uh, the Deathwing keyword to various units. Yep. So that's cool. And um, his unit has the four up, has a four up fight on death. So, uh, like Belial, that. yeah, but the, the, the new Belial model is pretty cool. Uh, he got nerfed a little bit. The strikes of retribution, his, his parrying blade, which he fl- plop mortal wounds back at you on a two plus is now on a four yeah. plus. Um, so there's that, uh, eh, which was probably fine. Like, like it was a little nuts, but sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's basically all we really have to talk about. I think. Um, once again, we don't have the full picture uh, of the the points. So one, one thing that we we do need to mention is that all the Terminator squads got teleport homers this edition because it used to be you oh, got true. teleport yeah, yeah. homers or you got Watchers in the Dark, and now you get both. So I feel like that is uh, a good yeah, that's a good win right. for you're us right. as a as a as a group. On, like in the in the, so, the in the woe of we don't have you know things got data sheet weapons got messed with they gave us more tactical flexibility flexibility in our movement and our ability to resist mortal wounds by saying everybody gets this now instead of oh I have to take the generic space marine codex thing to get the squad to get the teleport homer no we just get that now so Deathwing Knights that have never had teleport homers now they have teleport homers on top of their uh, watchers yeah. So you can, uh, that gives you some more free, more, more options for rapid ingress and stuff like that. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, okay. I like it. So said, um, I, we, we were, I don't have the book in hand. Bailey doesn't have the book in hand. Uh, we're reviewing based off of reporting done by, yeah, done by other, by, by channels that do. Uh, and so, We'll be back in a few weeks with a more comprehensive, uh, once we've had some time to talk about it. This conversation has sparked some ideas. I do like the idea of a Deathwing Assault Intercessor squad. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, coming out of a, coming in hot out of a Land Raider, uh, ready, to, ready to just mess your face up. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, it's just, just as like a, as we're kind of filling into our final notes here, uh, I feel like something that everyone's kind of where where a lot of the cringing is coming from is that we're all used to the new codex being the new hotness, and uh, I don't think that's going to happen with this book. I think everyone kind of looked and went, "Wow, the ability for me to just murder hobo everybody is not there." Yeah, it, uh, it, it's, just it's side, definitely no, as you mentioned it's just earlier, side graded everything. Yep. Like what you said earlier, it's about maneuvering and scoring points. That's what this book does. It maneuvers and scores points. Like the Deathwing Knights don't kill things like they used to, but there's still stuff there to keep them from dying so they can hold positions and score points. You know, things aren't just going to, like the Deathwing Knight uh, data slate, did you see that they can only come in units of five now? So you cannot run a 10-man squad of Deathwing Knights and just kill people. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, I killed but, I killed so, Angron like, twice on Wednesday, Wednesday night <laughs> with a ten man squad of Deathwing Knights. He didn't swing once. Turn one, charge plus one wound. Angron goes down. Turn five, he comes back, make an eleven inch charge. 
Angron goes down, right? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. You know, so off they go into the sunset. Anyway, yeah, off, yeah. The, 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 there's the reason why this has happened. Uh, but again, to me, I look at it and go, all right, I have to learn how to play the game a little bit differently. Like, I'm looking at this as an opportunity yep. to expand and improve my skill instead of just relying on easy buttons, uh, as much fun as those easy buttons are. And I think the thing that we have to keep in mind, too, when they came out with the core Space Marine Codex, there was some commentary about how the Gladius Task Force is basically what they want us to play. Right, that that that, mm, that yeah, you can okay. play Vanguard and you can play this, and it's all fun. But most Space Marines play Gladius Task Force; it's the most common detachment. And I think when you're we were talking about with the Lion earlier, this is the thing that popped in my head: is that the, the Lion is supposed to be in a Gladius Task Force. Like like when you when I played with him at the Tampa Open in a Gladius Task Force, and he had access to all this fun stuff in there. It's like if you're going to play the lion going forward and you want him to have all the all the goodies and it means something that glad you're going to be pushed into a gladius task force, I think. And I think that's where, like, like you said, there's there's fun stuff in the Ravenwing detachment. There's fun stuff in the For- Unforgiven. There's fun stuff in the inner circle task force. But at the end of the day, the gladius task force is going to still be viable and it's and i think that's done intentionally just based on the the own their own words yes. games Workshop's own words they told us that yeah yeah i just like i would like i wish that they had left one more layer of rules in 10th edition right like if i could play the gladius you know task force but felt like a dark angel without having to have dark angel data sheets like if i had a chapter tactic and was a gladius task force right i'd be really happy I'd be really happy if I said, hey, you're a Dark Angel, and then you get Dark Angel rules, no matter a Dark Angel chapter tactic, no matter what detachment you play. This right. would have felt a lot like because I I, I I feel like you're relying on the uni- the unit unique data sheets to um to uh, evoke the character bring the, the chapter, spice. Yeah. Which makes which makes me feel like um armies that don't have unit unique data sheets. Like, how do they feel like, like, you know, how do white scars players and, you know, like salamanders players and people that don't right. have, you know, significant amounts of unique data sheets, right? Like, how do I know you're playing, you know, iron hands? You don't have iron father Pharos. I don't know that. I don't know the answer to that question. Right. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's probably my biggest complaint about this is that like, I think one more layer of rules between the detachment or this would, would have kept the flavor of the space Marines. Um, but Hey, we're here. So whatever, <laughs> um, yep. wishlist thing doesn't really do any good. I just need to get that off my chest. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, um, look, I think we need to, uh, let's, let's move towards, move towards getting this All out right. of here. Cause I, kinda so monthly challenge, do, so. uh, we did some cleanup. Uh, I think that was the plan for November. So I got into my Leviathan box and I built my Biologus. I haven't painted him yet. Okay, nice. I I built my the the shooty new shooty dreadnought and I because I just can't ever remember how to pronounce the name correctly. But I the built ballistus. him and I started painting the ballistus. Him. The ballistus. I started building or painting him today. Uh, so that's what I did leading up to what would have been the the December episode. As I got in my Leviathan box and went, yeah, I should probably build mm-hmm. some of this. It's been sitting here for a couple months. Um, that was my I accomplishment. Have I think been, I built a chaplain. I too. have been working. 
Uh, I've been working on a Land Raider. So I have a Land Raider kit. Yeah. Right? Here's my Land Raider, right? And I added yeah. some of those. Uh, what was it? There's a some some site I ordered some resin Dark Angel-y bits from. You can see the detail on the side panels there. Right? Yeah. Uh, that I've, I've added. And then uh, I wanted a Land Raider Redeemer, but I couldn't find a Land Raider Redeemer. So um, my friends printed me some Flamestorm cannons, uh, but they nice. came... Uh, with the they they weren't they weren't Sponson mounted, they were like or sorry they were like World War One Sponson mounted like fixed you know fixed, and to get them to pivot, okay. um, I had to cut apart some some pieces f- from a from something that could pencil mount and then glue it on there or so and so it's green stuffed on there and all this uh, and then I went through See, that's fun and I made uh, the whoop, hold up. Made it to be able to do this. Boop. So I magnetized the sponsors. Oh, oh, clever! I see. This is this is why we have so, this section of the show, so we can learn these clever things. Um, also, I because I had to build like manufacture um, f- these little fuel tanks with flamestorm cannons out of green stuff. They're not nice. the cleanest. Oh, they look good, uh, but they. They will get the job done, right? And I, yeah. I worked on like I had like the little plastic barrels. Like I was going to try and make this one. Like I drilled holes in it. Oh yeah, it's too big to fit on that sponson. Is oh my god, it took. <laughs> it was an effort, right? Oh, so I that's where I'm at with that. Um, but yeah, so that's so I should you know once I get back from trip travel next week, I don't have to go on travel again for like a month. Um, I think I'd be jumping, bro. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so that's what I did. I, I hopefully I can get this thing painted up because uh, I like I like that dude's list, that double land raider. Um, yeah, like if I could do double land raider with Hellblaster, Stern Guard, Assault Intercessors, all led by Deathwing characters, and run it as an inner circle attachment. With I think there's something there that could be fun. I, I'm actually excited. I'm I'm glad we had this conversation because it has yeah. it has shown me some of the things that I can do with this book. Um, and I'm 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 excited, and that's Good. and that's how we have to look at it. What can we do? Not yeah. what we can't do. Yeah, because we can't. Got to have that that our PMA. Co- like, yo, yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna change it, right? This is not within our circle of authority to change in the short term, right? You can obviously go provide comments to GW, right at their um at their at their comment uh, their feedback. Uh, if you want to go look at the Dark Angels Reddit, uh, Unforgiven Reddit, there's a pinned comment about hey, go provide your you know, respectful, constructive comments here. Um, don't get on any watch lists, bro. Especially yeah. not international <laughs> watch lists, right? Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, like you know, the we'll said we'll 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 dive back into the data sheets next week or in a few weeks uh, once we have book in hand and some points and have maybe a little bit more context, right? But um, overall, I think this was a valuable conversation. Awesome. All right. Speaking of conversations, we've got the uh, community. Oh, what do we want to do for next month before we go to community interaction? Ah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, um, maybe, um, maybe we should do a Ravenwing or a Deathwing unit. I don't know. What do you think? Awesome. I got a, stay, I got a Deathwing captain yeah. from Leviathan. I got to finish. I've started okay. him. I'll finish him. That That's the motivation. Okay. See, I just need the motivation. I, um, I'll either... You, Go ahead. 
I was going to say, because I need that motivation, because right now I have like a giant unit of mounted Union Cavalry for American Civil War. I have a giant unit of dismounted cavalry behind me. I have an entire battalion of French Napoleonic Middle Guard Infantry, and then I have nine dwarves for Old World. So like, there's a lot of competition for my time, and it's like, if I don't have the hobby challenge every month, I'm not going to paint Dark Angels. So it's like, I, mm-hmm. I need this. To, to keep okay. me going as long as i'm getting one thing done a month i feel like i'm i'm not wasting you know i'm not wasting my hobby dollars buying dark angel stuff sure okay so, um yeah. well but i I'm think down with uh that. yeah i think this month yeah like i've got this this land raider on my table i don't know if i'm gonna finish it um then again maybe maybe i'll try and get my terminator librarian i don't know we'll do we'll, we'll figure something out we go. um i don't know if i'll have time to get this guy done but i'll try right and then uh you know, we'll, we'll probably plan on in a couple weeks again on actual codex release your release weekend, have another shot at looking at this when the points come out and yep. maybe talk about some more. Um, I don't know if we'll have, Excellent. if I'll have a completed hobby challenge by then, but I mean, Hey, that's why it's a challenge. So. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So speaking of the conversation, we had a uh, Wraith Raider, which is Al, Al, our guy, Alan. He said that, yes, Talon Masters can screen each other currently. Uh, well, we don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, and then Not again, they also have leader and can't lead anything. So we've got that. Um, oh, then in your game against the guy with the Phrygian Wolves uh, that holding objectives, they're OC0, Alan says. Well, I didn't so know that. Can't... Um, and apparently he did neither. So, uh, yeah. Interesting. All right. <laughs> so oh, Daniel says we'll see it. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yep. There it is. Yeah. Uh, exciting go. from Kyle Daniel. <laughs> so... Thank you. It's always exciting. And then Old Man Games 9292 said, sorry, guys, no smoke is the correct answer. So he is not going to put smoke on his Asmodai. It okay. took me a while to figure out what, hey. that, what he was saying. And then I realized that's what he was talking about. I'm glad about. you do. not going to put smoke I was, on his I was thinking real hard trying to figure out what we were not smoking. Um, Hey, yeah, you do you, boo. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna yeah. tell somebody their hobby I'm wrong. So no. Uh, no send submit submit pictures. Submit pictures. Yes. Uh, if, yes. Uh, pictures. If you can. Do we have a? Do we have an email address or something? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we. Uh, I think the email for Dankless Wargaming's in the show notes. You can email. The, okay. Me. I'll just so we'll, we'll, we'll double check that. that. Yeah. If you if you submit, you got a, a model you're super proud of, right? Send it in. We'll take a look. Maybe we'll throw it up. So. All right. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you all for listening to this month's episode of the path to redemption, the Warhammer 40,000 dark angels podcast. Our next episode will come out when we get a new spicy hot codex in our hands. Uh, please subscribe, yep. like, and comment below so that you don't miss out on our commentary. When we go live with the points, uh, which also of dimension with the points, there is a balanced data slate coming as well. So that will depending on when it drops, will supersede, the points in the codex so there's that we have yeah, to think who about knows anyway we'll, we'll we'll yeah it's coming out we'll, we'll, we'll see what out. happens so last but not least we'd like to thank purple planet for the use of their music until next time i'm bailey from dankless wargaming this is Heath from team tip or hawaii stay loyal angels and today more than any other time keep in mind loyalty is its own reward